Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online Masters of Social Work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. CinemaSins has a fan club. It's called The Sin Club, and members get all sorts of things like early episodes, bonus videos, merch discounts, and even monthly bonus podcasts. Membership starts at $3 a month, and you can sign up now at patreon.com slash CinemaSins. I like the way you say that um, about that, but not about the anal probe. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to SinCast, presented by CinemaSins. All right, everybody, welcome to the Sincast. This is Chris Atkinson from CinemaSins, joined by Jonathan Watkins. Hello, hello. And today we have a very special guest. It's writer-director Ryan Kruger, who has made a movie called Fried Berry, coming out on DVD and Blu-ray on October 5th. Ryan, welcome. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, So this movie is obviously pretty crazy, right? So what was your inspiration for this movie? (laughs) Um, yeah, it is. It is. Uh, it is a pretty crazy movie. I think uh, I always refer to this movie as a an experience. But um, my inspiration for the movie, I don't know. Like, I, I love a lot of eighties uh, uh, cinema. Um, that you know, there's a uh, many many uh, references and little Easter eggs, you know, throughout the the movie. But uh, yeah, I mean, for me as a first time feature film director, I just really wanted to. Uh, to make something that would, you know, that, that stands out and to, to be remembered. And whether you love this movie or hate this movie, you'll remember this movie and you will talk about this movie. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, man, you got to tell us about Gary Green, who is the, uh, the star of this movie. He's fantastic. He is able to, uh, uh, contort his face in a million different directions, and uh, he's got uh, he's got he's got the perfect look for this movie. Tell us about him because he's fascinating to me. Yeah, Gary Green. He is uh, the man of the hour. I think uh, you know. Originally, um, in 2017, uh, I shot the three minute experimental, uh, also called Fry Barry, and. I've worked with Gary over the years, uh, but when I got this idea to do this movie and how I was going to make this movie and shoot this movie, uh, I knew that Gary would be perfect for it. Um, the, he, you know, he has that very unique, uh, very interesting look, and I love uh, characters. Uh, and I think the one big thing for me was, um, which was quite interesting, was uh, was Gary's actually not a an actor. You know, he you know, that's not his uh, background. Um, so it was a very interesting way, you know, how I was going to shoot this film. And the ir- ironic thing is that, you know, his character is, um, you know, he's like this kid who sponges up, you know, all this information that, you know, all these characters that he, uh, that he meets along the way in his journey. Uh, but at the same time, working with Gary, that there was, because he's not that trained actor, you know, I didn't want to 
to learn anything or preempt uh, anything throughout the the making process of the movie. So 30 to 40 minutes before filming, I would only tell him then, this is what we are doing today. So he didn't know what we were doing until <laughs> we were actually doing it because I needed that clean slate every day so he wouldn't pre-attempt uh, anything and then it would probably take me longer to get rid of that stuff and get him to exactly where I wanted him. But uh, going back to the the ironic thing was his character mimicking all these characters that he meets at the same time, you know, directing Gary, you know, I didn't let him do any improv because the movie is Fry Barry and it relies on this guy to, you know, to hold the film. And that was the, you know, the biggest challenge for me. But uh, I was on like the side of the camera where I'll be like, okay, Gary, copy me, do my face. Okay, now, now do this. Now give me this face. Now copy this face. And, you know, I was doing that in a sense of, you know, I shoot for the edit. So at the same time, I'm, I'm editing, the head, uh, editing the movie in my head. And then I'm like, okay, I've got this shot of this character saying this. And now I need this reaction, this reaction, this reaction. And to hit those comedy beats, I need this, mm -hmm. and this, and this. So that's how we played it, like, you know, all the way through the movie. But um, nobody could have done this better than him. As I said, I cast him because of his look and... Uh, and that's, you know, that, that that's obviously like a major part of it. And, you know, it was all these little things that had to fit hand in hand. Uh, when I when I thought of the, the story and I thought of using Gary and the thought of the character, it's like I didn't want him to have dialogue because, he's, you know, he's not a he's not a trained actor. So I didn't want this him to try and learn all this stuff or try and do this. And I, I knew I wouldn't be able to pull that off. So the, the great thing was when I had this character and, and when he does have lines, it's great because he's just mimicking somebody else. And <laughs> even if it comes across yeah. bad, it's okay. He's an alien. So, <laughs> you know, it, it's, uh, it makes sense. You know, it's a, it's, it's a reminiscent of, uh, you know, the first Terminator movie, right? Where Arnold Schwarzenegger comes down and, and uh, and he copies all these different things, you know, uh, you know, fuck you, asshole, and all that. You know, it's a, uh, uh, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's pretty great. Hey, it, had, by the way, had you ever seen uh, Brother from Another Planet? When uh, have you ever seen that movie before? Somebody told me about it after you know after they saw Fry Barry, and then and then I checked in it, and it did look. Uh, yeah, it did look kind of familiar. I think I saw it like a long time ago, like a long, long, long mm -hmm. time ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, these two movies are only have just a one similarity, and that's you know the 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 human like alien that that uh, wanders around town and notices things uh, about the world and everything. And that's that's the sort of the interesting thing about your movie is that as as quote unquote weird as Barry might be, he, he blends into this world pretty well. Like he fits in. It's not like he's any weirder than anybody else. Right. No, exactly. And I, I think that's the thing with, uh, again, c coming back to the story and this character that he, you know, he lives in, obviously he lives in a certain area where there's all these rough characters and there's all these crazy people. So, you know, and then when obviously the, the alien takes over his body, Obviously, he's in this area. He's, he's going to bump into some people that he knows and knows that he's a drug addict mm -hmm. and go to some, some of the places that he may go to or some of the dodgy places that, you know, that he hasn't been uh, been to. But at the, yeah, at the same time, and th this is the interesting thing about the film is that, you know, the films are very much uh, an experience, you know, and it's, 
it's it, yeah you know there's even though the story is very simple uh you know about a heroin addict that gets abducted by aliens the body uh, the alien takes this human body on a joyride through cape town you know it's almost like this road trip movie but without the car and barry's the car but at the same time with all that <laughs> happening at the same time it is this experience for the uh the audience to sit there and be you know as barry or with barry going on this journey but that being said you know there's, there's there is a lot of depth within the movie where you know it's the dark side of humanity it's how crazy society is and it's not it's 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 not the alien that's crazy it's us it's we are the crazy ones and we do some <laughs> we do some fucked up things and you know we do we do crazy things and when you when you really look at our lives and the stuff that we do it's it's pathetic and stupid and funny so you know there was all those elements that you know that that are that are there like we're, we're complicated human beings you know absolutely um uh you know there I, there, there's a bunch of uh, fun sequences in this movie. Uh, my favorite has to be the alien abduction scene. And it's funny to me that uh, the, you know, when I went, when we watch it as an audience, it looks like insane and everything. It may have been very mundane for you to shoot this for all of that. I, all I know, but was that fun to shoot that alien abduction scene and all the, the probing and everything that was going on? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was actually one of my, uh, you know, favorite uh, scenes to, to shoot. I was, I was, I was really looking forward uh, to that because, you know, with that scene, I, I could get really, you know, get really creative of, uh, as you know, <laughs> with the film, but you can get really mm -hmm, uh, yeah. creative of how we do stuff. And, and, uh, and I think it, that scene in particular couldn't really show off my style of what I want to do. Uh, and also, you know, while I'm thinking of all that, it's also the sound design that I had in mind while I'm shooting, you know, shoot, shooting this scene. But it, yeah, it's funny, like, because I mean, we've, we, you know, we've seen a lot of alien abductions in movies. And, you know, for one, a little reference that I had a little reference with was uh, Fire in the Sky, you know, that uh, mm -hmm. 90, yeah, 90s yeah. movie. But, um, but the funny thing is, in alien abduction movies, they always hint that there's like anal probing and stuff like that and i'm like yeah. well you know we should show it like you know, <laughs> you know like why shouldn't we show it and it, it for me it's not a, it's not a shock factor or you might be shocked that you that you or surprised that you see it but it we all know that story but we never see it you're like we never see it why don't we ever see it so it's just like you know, it'd be interesting to, you know, to do, it's not like I'm doing a, a close up on the asshole where it, where it goes in or anything like that, but it's, you know, it's, you know, where, you know, it's, it's a visual. I actually love that image. And <laughs> it sounds funny saying that, but I mm -hmm. actually love that image just because of the, the, the lighting and the, the, the textures of, uh, you know, that, 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 that shot. I mean, even when I framed up that shot, I was like laughing my head off. And I was looking at the monitor. And my, my DP said, "Dude, what are you laughing at?" And I'm like, "Like, look at what we're making this poor guy do." <laughs> you know what I mean? So it was, uh, uh, yeah, it was, it was fun. It was fun. 
I, I appreciated it. I mean, it, it's, uh, I mean, I know what you're saying. It's just, it's, it's different. It's, you know, we've seen a lot of these scenes, you know, we had, you know, 10 seasons of X-Files or whatever with a lot of these scenes. And so it was just yeah. cool to see something that I've never seen before in that type of sequence. It was interesting. Yeah. There's a, there's a scene in there too, that are going to make men squirm uh quite a bit too when when they see it because uh, because i won't i won't describe what happens but uh it's it's going to be one of those things where you're just going to be like you know you're going to be moving away from the screen when it happens i, I like the way you say that um, about that but not about the anal probe <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's that sounds completely that's okay. normal to me. That's, okay. uh, that's normal. That's all right. That's all right. It's, yeah. Uh, you know, each to their own. It's all, it's, it's all good. But I prefer this than that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I, could you talk about uh, this is this is I guess this is a, a random question, but it's an interesting thing that you put in here. You have a mime or a street performer or something like that that kind of shows up throughout the movie and everything. Was this just some more weirdness that you wanted to add or or was there a did you have a, a sort of a meaning that you wanted to express with it? Yeah, well, there was, there's there's my meaning. And then I also wanted to leave it up to the audience to figure out you know, who is, who is this guy? And mm -hmm. uh, the actor Sadiq uh, that played that part, uh, you know, he actually dresses like that every day. He, uh, he actually dresses oh, really? with the hat and the, the clothes that he, he always wears. And for me, Sadiq was that very much the in-betweener between the, the, the aliens and the humans. So every time he comes into it, it's like, it's before he gets abducted or it's when he needs to go back home. So I, I've always looked at him as the like the middleman between the aliens and the humans. And he, he's probably got some thing going on between both of them. And maybe he's alien as well. So yeah, I've always put it there where mm -hmm. he's he's the uh, the middleman making sure that everything you know uh, goes on. And then when it's time to go back home, it's almost like he starts to appear, uh, appear again. And he's like, you know, you got to go back now you know you got to make your way back and sadly just yeah, on that the, note uh, uh that actor Sadiq, he actually passed away like oh. uh two weeks ago as well uh, sadly but he, oh, he, no. he was he was in his 80s mm -hmm. oh wow that's uh that's too bad um uh but uh he he off he obviously offered a lot to your film and everything so uh so that was uh yeah he's um yeah again just like like i love characters so he was just another brilliant uh you know unique looking uh character and he had so much you know presence o originally i met him at um there's a very old school cinema here uh in cape town and he used to work at the cinema and years ago i met him and i was oh, like as really? soon as i saw this guy i was like i'm gonna put him in a movie like he has to be in a movie like <laughs> he looks like he should be in some like david lynch movie or something you know yeah for sure for certain yeah uh, you seem to be, uh, it, it, it's, it's funny. This movie is obviously it's like, it's a crazy sort of trip of drugs and sex and violence and all this, but there does seem to be some, some pretty good messages in here. I mean, it looks like that 
the uh, Barry, the alien, uh, is a kind-hearted soul throughout this whole thing, and he actually has to learn violence in this movie uh, before he can actually. Because uh, there's some scenes where he needs he needs to, or else he's 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 toast and everything. Uh, was that sort of some of the messages that you were looking for in this movie? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, there was a big difference between you know the character of the drug addict to you know to the alien so you know when the movie starts Mm -hmm. and you know it's about this guy straight away like this guy's a bastard you know he's horrible to his wife he's horrible to his kid he's a drug addict he doesn't you know he really doesn't care and it's like how how are we going to love this character because he's he's a bad guy so and then you Mm -hmm. know when he gets abducted by aliens he's still a bad guy you know as you're watching you're thinking oh okay now he's a bad guy now he's like you know, shit's going to mm-hmm. go down and he is definitely a bad guy. And, you know, when he goes to the, the nightclub that night and he brings back that girl back, you think, oh shit, what, what is he going to do? And it's completely opposite mm-hmm. to, what, mm-hmm. to what you think he's going to do. <laughs> and that's the thing. And, it, you know, in the end, he's, you know, he's that, uh, he's the hero of the movie, you know? And as I said, he's like this kid, he's just the sponge. He's, he's learning, you know, he's learning as, as he's going along, but you know, it's like when he gets beaten up, you're like, Oh no, not Barry. You know, you feel, mm-hmm. you, you end up feeling for him <laughs> and you end up, you, you end up reaching for him. And that's why I also think like, you know, the heart of the movie is also his wife, just, you know, bringing him back down to earth again yeah. and, 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 you know, and helping him. And, and that's why I say, you know, there is a lot of those messages where, you know, you know, how dark, you know, humanity is and, and how crazy, the society is and uh, you know there's all those little you know there's a lot of depth you know w- within the movie and, th- and that's the interesting thing i think about this movie that when you know there's so many different reactions to this movie where somebody can somebody can say oh just one thing after the next and then that's it it's like little shorts and then there's somebody else will pick up all those details and all the like no, no, but he did this and then this happened and then this gets tied up and, you know, it's, it's showing how, you know, how, how crazy all these people are in certain areas of your life. And, you know, this film could have been shot in any, you know, in any town in the world. And no matter where you, you know, where you live, mm. there's always a, a dodgy part of town. There's always a town that you wouldn't walk at like <laughs> three in the morning or 12 in the, uh, at night, you know, and it's, it's like that anywhere in the world so in that sense it was very you know universal where it could be anywhere but believe it or not cape town is actually a really beautiful place you would not think so from this movie Mm -hmm. i think i've probably (laughs) ruined cape town tourism for people coming to (laughs) south africa because most most people come to south africa for the the beauty of the country and how many amazing locations that Mm -hmm. we've got that look like italy or spain or mexico or wherever but i i really wanted to show you know, Cape Town and uh, in South Africa, a different way that we that we haven't seen it before. Yeah, I would uh, like to thank uh, Ryan Kruger for giving us uh, his time today. The movie is uh, Fried Berry. It comes out on DVD and Blu-ray on October 5th. Uh, thanks a lot, Ryan, for talking to us. Cool. Thank you so much for having me, man. And uh, I'm so happy you guys in, uh, enjoyed the movie. So yeah. thanks, thanks so much. Very cool. Absolutely. Thank you. And uh, that's going to do it for this interview. It's uh, Chris Atkinson and Jonathan Watkins. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Comment on our episodes on our SoundCloud page. Check us out on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit. And be sure to visit cinemasins.com.